Everybody climb aboard. You came all this way on the railroad. And let's get things moving. This party's just getting started. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, May 14th through Sunday, May 16th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Mark your calendars for the one with the reunion. HBO Max has unveiled the premiere date and a full roster of A-list guest stars set for the long-delayed, highly-anticipated Friends Reunion, which will debut on May 27th. In addition to the series' main cast members Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry, and David Schwimmer, Friends The Reunion will feature guest appearances by BTS, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, Reese Witherspoon, who played Rachel's sister, Elliot Gould and Christina Pickles, who played Ross and Monica's parents, Tom Selleck, who played Richard Burke, James Michael Tyler, who played Gunther, and many more. Enola Holmes is gearing up for a new adventure, and she's bringing her famous older brother along with her. Netflix finally announced on Thursday that it is making a sequel to Enola Holmes, with Millie Bobby Brown returning as the titular character and Henry Cavill back as Sherlock Holmes. Peacock has greenlit a third psych movie titled Psych 3 This Is Gus and starring series vets James Rode Rodriguez and Dulé Hill as endearingly goofy psychic detectives Sean Spencer and Burton Guster. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, let's dive into our top five picks, which begin today in 1970s New York with Halston. Ryan Murphy's latest Netflix series stars Ewan McGregor as the legendary fashion designer, born Roy Halston Frowick, who built his single name into a worldwide fashion empire synonymous with luxury, sex, status, and fame. That is, until a hostile takeover forced him to battle for control of his most precious asset, the name Halston itself. Here's a preview. My wife, she thinks you're a genius. I think that's a dangerous word. I think what you call yourself a genius, you stop growing. Halston for your today. Halston for your everything. Halston for your world. Mom, I know you. The one thing you don't know how to do is stop. And that's Krista Rodriguez as Liza Minnelli there. The show also stars Rory Culkin as future filmmaker Joel Schumacher, Rebecca Dayen as jewelry designer Elsa Peretti, and Vera Farmiga as Adele. But not that Adele. This is another wild ride from Ryan Murphy and company, and you can take that ride on Netflix right now. It's trivia time. Star Wars runs in the family. For Halston star Ewan McGregor, he is the nephew of Dennis Lawson, who played which supporting character in the original Star Wars trilogy? Boba Fett, Wedge Antilles, or Admiral Piet? Stick around for the answer. Speaking of wild rides, the roller coaster that has been Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist Season 2 comes to an end this weekend, and the finale is our number four pick. With Max leaving for New York with Rose, Zoe will have to decide how she really feels. Again. 
We really hope she does not do Simon dirty. I recently spoke to Zoe herself, Jane Levy, about a defining moment for her character during this season. A defining moment for this season was definitely the flashback episode, seeing Zoe five years ago, seeing her sincere, pure desire to work at SparkPoint, to see her first meeting with Max, to see what the family was like pre-diagnosis of the neurological condition that uh, Mitch eventually dies from. Learning about the character's past really informs the future, and I had a lot of fun with that episode, especially playing a character in therapy. You get to, as an actor, learn so much about the pathos and psychology behind your character, and it's really informative. Ah, that was such a good episode, and it will definitely inform Zoe's choice in the finale, which you can catch Sunday at 9 p.m. on NBC. And also be sure to check out my full discussion with Levy in this week's episode of our What to Watch video series. One of our favorite watches right now is HBO's Mayor of Easttown, or as SNL has dubbed it, Murder Durder, which you can watch Sundays at 10 p.m. on HBO. But in the meantime, EW Samantha Heifel recently spoke to star Evan Peters and asked him, what you watching? Well, first of all, I'm watching Alone, hmm. definitely. Well, Alone and Hoarders, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then movies I'm watching uh, is very, like, sort of naturalistic sort of everyday life films that are just uh, like Strazak and uh, Ol Hazard Balthazar and uh, Uzak and uh, The Woman Under the Influence these very like real life kind of character driven also like, like the camera just stays on them and then they just kind of do everyday things you know it's not like cutting away to something interesting every every two minutes so i i'm really into that right now it's sort of relaxing and it's so interesting to watch you know it's just such a uh, it's very captivating i think is the word i'm looking for some really interesting picks there you can find most of those movies including ohasard balthazar and a woman under the influence streaming on hbo max and the criterion channel Now let's head back to New York for our number three pick, Run the World. The new stars comedy from living single creator Yvette Lee Bowser follows a group of friends in their 30s in Harlem as they navigate their career highs and lows along with hookups and heartbreaks. There's Whitney, a perfectionist with a doctor fiancé who always, or almost always, plays by the rules. Ella, an audacious romantic figuring out what she really wants. Renee, a soon-to-be-divorced diva with a seemingly thriving career. And Sandy, a PhD candidate who begins to reevaluate both her professional and personal priorities. Here's a preview. Am I in a state? Like, right now or generally? I mean, are black women in a state? Well, I'm trying to be in a state of relaxation, and you're killing my butt. At this point, we've known each other longer than we've not known each other. Another round? Yeah, I'm gonna need to take that in stages. You hit the birth jackpot when you were born a black woman. Hallelujah. Anyone who has ever stood on the precipice of world domination has felt fear. Fear is good. Fear is fuel. And these friends are fuel for some great and relatable comedy and a show about surviving and thriving together. Round the World premieres Sunday at 8.30 p.m., on stars. Stay tuned. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to watch will be right back.
Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. So we all have those shows that we love to hate, right? That we just can't stop watching, despite the fact that we know they're trash. And Netflix's Castlevania, well, it's not one of those shows, but it had the perfect summation of that feeling this week in the context of a vampire watching someone summon a demon. And it's our soundbite of the week. Can I just say that I find this whole blasphemous process disgusting? Why are you sitting there watching it? Because I want to hate it properly. Uh, isn't that what we all say when our friends ask why we're watching Double Shot at Love? I think so. By the way, you can check out the final season of Castlevania, streaming on Netflix now. Number two. What time is it? Time for our number two pick, High School Musical, the musical of the series, returning for its second season today on Disney+. However, this season's show within a show is not High School Musical 2, but rather Beauty and the Beast, as the high school Wildcats face off with their rivals at North High to win the prestigious and cutthroat Alan Menken Awards for High School Musical Theater. Wigs will be snatched, loyalties will be tested, and ballads will be belted. Also this season, Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett's Nini and Ricky are finally an official couple again, but they'll soon face new challenges, namely long distance, as Nini heads off to a prestigious acting school in another state. Here's Bassett on what their relationship will look like this season. Right when they get back together, all of a sudden they have to do the, the long distance thing, and so you sort of see like, how both of them have to prioritize their school and each other. And I think that's a super relatable thing for people in high school or even in college. You know, people who try to stay together while they go to, off to college, it can be pretty challenging doing a long distance thing. And, and what I, again, it's just like he's learning what priorities are and how to balance his life when it's a little bit unconventional. As Carlos puts it in the season trailer, is this Mamma Mia 2? Because here we go again. You can stream the season premiere on Disney Plus now. And now, all aboard for our number one pick, The Underground Railroad. Moonlight director Barry Jenkins' adaptation of Colson Whitehead's Pulitzer Prize-winning novel finally arrives today, bringing... An ambitious American odyssey, as EW's Darren Franich put it in his review, to the screen. The show chronicles Cora Randall's desperate bid for freedom in the antebellum South as she escapes a Georgia plantation for the rumored Underground Railroad. She soon discovers a quite literal railroad full of engineers and conductors and a secret network of tracks and tunnels beneath the southern soil. 
As she travels from state to state, she'll evade a pursuing bounty hunter, contend with the legacy of the mother who left her behind, and face her own struggle to realize a life she never thought possible. Here's Jenkins on why he wanted to follow up his Best Picture Oscar winner, Moonlight, with this project. This period in American history has kind of been sort of left um, by the wayside as far as arts and letters go. You know, this is pre-photography. This is pre-Black folks, you know, having um, the legal right to own property, to, to read. I mean, so many different limitations. And so the history of this time, there almost isn't any authentically recorded history, certainly yeah. not history authentically recorded uh, by Black folks, at least not in the mainstream, not in the textbooks and things like that. And so, I don't know, I felt like um, coming off the stage and winning Best Picture and all, all those things, when am I ever going to have more capital than I have right now to do a story that I believe deserves the same capital as Star Wars, as uh, the Avengers? I don't know, it felt like the appropriate thing to do. But even aside from that, when I first heard that there was an Underground Railroad. When three-year-old Barry Jenkins heard the words Underground Railroad, I imagined black people on trains underground. It was this beautiful fantasy. I was so proud. It opened up to me the, the universe of what black folks had done, what we were capable of. And then you learn what the Underground Railroad actually is, still very worthy and still very amazing. But as a kid, I've always held on to just the outsized joy and and honestly the way my imagination was ignited when i heard the term underground railroad and when i read colson's book i was like oh this is it i'm right back to that place this is uh kind of the sum of my life at this point well what more is there to say you can stream the underground railroad on amazon prime video now And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Ewan McGregor's uncle Dennis Lawson played which supporting character in the original Star Wars trilogy? Boba Fett, Wedge Antilles, or Admiral Piet? The force is strong with you if you got this one. The answer is Wedge Antilles, one of Luke Skywalker's fellow X-Wing pilots. Lawson briefly reprised the role in 2019's The Rise of Skywalker. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.